Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay from the TEFL Commute. Uh, we have a special announcement before we begin our show today, and that is that at IATEFL 2019 in Liverpool, uh, the TEFL Commute is organizing its first event. We are hosting a board games night because uh, Sean, producer James, and myself are all board game enthusiasts, and we've rented an entire board game cafe. So uh, at the end of the episode, you'll find out information on more about this event. But if you are coming to Ayatafel in Liverpool and we'll be there on Monday, April 1st, that's the opening evening of the conference, come along and join us, meet us and uh, play board games with us. The Tevil Commute, Season 9, Episode 1, Sleep, in which we talk about all things sleep. Let's get started. Hello. How are Hello. You? Oh, sorry. I just I just nodded off there. And I, I know. Just... I thought you know, it's a Brahms lullaby, isn't it? I could I could <laughs> hear the dulcet tones over the over the microphone uh, with it. How you been? Oh, fine. Good. Happy to be back. It's been a long time since we've been. Um, it's been, quite, it's been quite a quite a break for us, really, isn't it? It's, yeah, it's... yeah. Well, we're back again now with season nine. Hey, when we get to season ten, are we gonna is that, are we gonna do like the kind of the, the the sexy smartphone thing and not call it season ten, but just call it season X? Season X. Season yes. X. Does that mean we can then you get like season X R? Do we also put the price up? Is that is that what happens? Season season X, and then we get to season XXX. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like retina display, and we'll probably get decent microphones or something by the time we get, get there. <laughs> we get there. Anyway, uh, welcome everyone. This is the Temple Commute. It's a podcast for language teachers, which is not about language teaching, but the topic always seems to come oh, up. Oh, bravo. You got it right the first I time did. out. Right. Yeah. Have you so been practicing? And actually, we've started that we're starting this season with an episode with, with an episode that's kind of, I think, true to our origins. It isn't about language teaching, but we'll find a way that language teaching will come up because today's episode is all about sleep and sleeping. Yeah, it's a, an interesting one to start, start the season off, isn't it? <laughs> Hi, folks. How, how, talk how, about on sleep. Earth, how on earth is this going to relate to English language teaching? Well, we'll find a way. I think we chose this topic because both of us had read, um, well, I'm reading it right now, but you said you had read this book as well. Oh, the Matthew Walker book, Why We Sleep. 
Yeah. The Matthew Walker book, Why We Sleep. I think both of us could hardly recommend this book. Uh, let's start by just saying what, uh, what we thought of that and why it kind of provoked this this idea of an episode on sleep. Um, I'm currently reading it right now. Did you like it, Sean? Oh, I really did. I was, uh, um, the teacher trainer in me, the moment I read it, thought, you know what, this should be, I should do this as a, as a workshop somewhere. It's, uh, yeah. I think, um, as you say, it's not about, uh, it's not necessarily about teaching, but I think uh, a lot of the stuff in the book is, is really um, uh, revelation, to be honest, and quite uh, quite interesting, and does have implications on both teaching and learning. And I think also because um, uh, there's a lot now in language teaching about kind of mindfulness and looking after ourselves and well-being and that. I think it fits in nicely into that kind of um, that kind of oeuvre that's going on at the moment. But yeah. Like so this book, Why We Sleep, I mean, I, I think it's great as well, and it does link into some things. Uh, the only thing I will say about it is, do you ever feel that he kind of is overstating the case? Yeah, I mean, a little bit. One of these books, I'm sort of like, well, sleep does everything. It's absolutely everything. everything. I, I, I also have to confess, I, I when I bought the book, I think I, I, I must have bought it a, a, year, a couple of years ago, maybe, uh, or whatever. I bought it at an airport. I needed a, I needed a book for a, a, a long-haul flight, and I started reading it and fell asleep. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. But um, uh, anyway, among I mean, basically, it's several arguments about like how we sleep, why we sleep, all the benefits of sleep and and the problems of being sleep deprived on on the, on your body and on society. Um, anyway, that's what prompted this. And so, and of course, we get into the language part of it, because as teachers, we start thinking about it. And, and once you said, let's do an episode on sleep and you start looking at sleep, it's, it's an incredible amount of words for sleep in English. I know. I know. I was doing a little <laughs> bit of digging around on words for sleep, imagining if I were teaching a vocabulary lesson and the topic was sleep. I mean, are there enough words there? And my gosh, there are. Listen, we've got you can sleep. You can uh, you can nap or take a nap. Uh, you can nod off. You can doze uh you can um there's also there's also like more informal ones like uh, tell me if these are british i don't know they're very north american catch some z's i did for me that's a, that's a kind of more of american one but i think it's not i wouldn't what about logging z's do you log z's no i don't i, I generally I, this, don't <laughs> this one is more british um 40 winks 40 winks yeah get 40 winks well, what, you get 40 winks. Is that what it is? Because yeah. Or to have 40 winks. Now I'm going to get 40 winks. I'm going to have 40 winks. But it's, it's actually interesting. It's interesting you went for those to last to catch some Z's and 40 winks because it's not only the words, it's it's the idioms that go around it. Again, I mean, like um, catnap, night owl, sleeping giants, uh, beauty sleep. I mean, not, they're not all about sleep, but the, 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 the sleep, the, you know, like a sleeping partner, for example, uh, is I, not about sleep itself, but it's, there's the idiom. And then you go the other way to get out of the wrong side of the bed, you know, <laughs> to, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's uh it is a, a lexically rich area uh um of of it. Um, I'm not sure I'd want to go into a lesson and and teach all the words in one go, mind. But um, it no, is no, you you might not want to. But I think it would be interesting, like some of the some of the more idiomatic expressions again, like forty winks, nodding off, um, Z's for example, um, or hit the sack. I think that would be kind of one of those hit the sack, like, yeah, hit the hay, hit, you the, hit, hay. The, hit, the, hit the hay, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, I think it's uh, it, it was one of those things of like slightly revelatory in, in in terms of oh my word. I think one of the sites that um, I um, came across had like, proudly said 608 words for sleep. <laughs> You're like really? <laughs> it's, it's kind I really of... want to teach the whole thing, but it is an interesting area to look at. I mean, before we go on more on 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 how we would teach us or in lessons and stuff like that. Uh, Here's a question. This is a typical question to any teacher. Have you ever 
taught a class where you've seen a student fall asleep or be asleep in class. Or, or fall asleep yourself halfway through the sentence. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't think many teachers would have done that. Narcolepsy <laughs> or whatever that is, just fall asleep in the middle of something. Um, I I think uh, yeah I think I've had to, I don't know if they've fallen asleep but they've certainly given the uh, impression that they might be falling asleep. I, oh actually no if I think about it some of the uh, some of the teens that I've taught of like their head down on the on their desk and uh, uh, look like they're sleeping. I can't uh, remember students so much falling asleep, but perhaps some of the teens when I was teaching in yeah. Mexico I had big classes of um, big classes of uh, of students like fifty, but I think. Um, I think where I have seen it definitely, and I'm sure you can identify this as well, uh, Sean, is I've, I've seen people fall asleep in conference talks that I'm giving. <laughs> Not a lot, mind no. you, and it's right rare, but Wait, I have seen. Sorry, are you, are, are you the ISF plenary speaker, and you're already saying I people fall asleep. Yeah, yeah, sorry, <laughs> I have ISF plenary, and it's not going. It's going to be so good, no one will fall asleep. Sometimes it's the room, like sometimes it's the room with those like comfortable chairs and you see someone like that, they just have their eyes like slightly closed. And in fact, I once challenged one person. I'm like, oh, I saw you sleeping. They said, no, I was just doing that. And I was really taking it all in. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, well, you're, you're Mr. Visualization. So maybe they were. You can't you can't go against that. But uh, no, and I must confess, I think there's that time, especially like, you know, if it's a long conference, you know, like a full on conference, you do sort of like by the end of it, you probably had little sleep the night before. Yeah. And then you're going into the conference and uh, conference rooms are always over. Uh, they're always overly warm. You know, you, you, yeah, you, you, you sat down all day. So the, I, the I can't chairs have... that, that just suck the will to live yeah, out of exactly, the yeah. chair at 2.30 after lunch. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, you can, oh. you can kind of feel it taking over your body and uh, 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 and dragging you down. So I, I, I think, um, what was it, the, 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 the participant who had their eyes closed, I think I might have been one of those. Uh, during, during the, I get a bit paranoid about it because I, I am I, I am quite a bad snorer, so I do worry that if I were to fall asleep, yeah, during, during oh yeah, the, <laughs> yeah like some snore breaks out from the side of the room, I'll know that that's you then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah, so I'll be there uh, falling asleep during your next next talk uh, uh, with it. But that's actually I'm just thinking about falling asleep during the class of teenagers. That is that thing. There's, there is a lot of research about teenage brains and stuff like that, isn't it? They, they actually do need to fall when they need to fall asleep. They do need to fall asleep. There's quite an. I don't think we'll digress into that during the podcast, but it did just remind me now that you know when somebody needs to sleep, they probably do need to sleep. Um, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Which also makes me think that these conferences, especially the bigger conferences, uh, and again, I'm very attuned to this after reading this this wretched book. Why <laughs> I'm thinking is IATFL like a massive celebration of sleep deprivation because so many times you go to bed really late and you want to hit that morning plenary, so you're up really early and you're sleeping in a bed that you don't know. And I th uh, I, yeah, I think any long for me any long conferences. I'm not a great sleeper anyway, and I think I never sleep well in hotels. And you do uh, you, you you do burn the candle at both ends to be dramatic at a, at a long conference. And so by the end of it, I'm completely exhausted. It's just, um, but that's part and parcel of, of a conference, isn't it? <laughs> that is indeed, that is indeed part and parcel of a conference. Shall we take a little break right now and come back and keep talking about more sleep stuff? Assuming people are still awake, yeah. And we're back. Ah, still, still with us then. 
Yes. Oh, I, 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 I've been wide awake. Um, oh, you wide awake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so wired about sleep. Brought, what, have, what have you brought today to our to our sleep topic? What have I brought to our sleep topic? Well, I'm, I'm, I, I uh, had read Matthew Walker before you, so there are some. I think there are some interesting things. Again, we're not talking about teaching, but I, I, but uh, Matthew Walker in an article which we'll put on the website, he talks about the fact that that sleep in the UK alone costs or sleep loss costs the uk over 30 billion pounds a year <laughs> that's wow. amazing isn't it um, probably even more post post march but anyway but, <laughs> I was say, that's, that's <laughs> yeah okay but what i find what, like from traffic accidents and things I, like that and I, I've, I've been unproductive i think uh with it um i never got the article at hand but i was just one of the things that stood out for me and, it, but the, and in, in this in the same article um what i found really interesting uh, and i'll get your thoughts on this is this kind of like there is this idea that sleep is equates equates with being lazy there's like this stigma you're being stigmatized and lazy and we all we all want to pluck proclaim and i think he uses like it's a badge of honor like i only had x amount of sleep um which and I is wonder, actually, to bring this back to like english teaching in english i wonder if this is not like is this a is this a very anglo-saxon thing because that's certainly the way in 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 north america too the sort of badge of honor of like i've hardly slept at all whereas uh, it's changing a bit more in spain but i think in other cultures like in spain remember there's the culture of the siesta oh uh, yeah not everybody, but lots of people I know are like, no, you have to, I have to have my siesta in the middle of the day. You know, I have to, after lunch, you know, I, I'm going to go lie down, have a 45 minute nap or something like that. Um, so there isn't the exact same amount, although they do go to bed very late, but I don't get the same. Uh, I, I must admit, I went out. Thing here. That's true. That yeah. Proclamation. So I wonder if it's an Anglo-Saxon thing. Not sure. It's kind of, it's, uh, yeah, related. I, I wonder how much, yeah, related to uh, how much you're, um, yeah, it's proving how uh, your worth by how much you work kind, kind of thing. With it. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose in most big company, in many big companies now, regardless of if, if you've got that kind of culture, that corporate culture, like stay at the office late. Um, I hardly slept at all because I was working on the project or whatever. Um, that might permeate across across borders but um it'd be interesting to think that is, I, I find it i forgot about the siesta i, I started teaching in greece as uh, as podcast listeners probably remember and yeah that, that was the first time i came across this siesta but i kind of got into it it's quite a nice little thing to do uh uh with it. You, you you're in spain are you is it still yeah. common or is it yeah well where i'm in a small town and yeah lots of people still talk about their siesta or when they close a shop closes it's like well okay well be open and i know lots of people who do have the siesta um but i don't think it's the majority of spanish i don't right. think that's that's not true anymore okay so uh, would you say you're satisfied with your sleep yes i am actually i always swore that i would never be one of these quantified self people i would never want to measure everything and certainly not the sleep but i did find myself um doing a bit of the measuring and i'm getting on average i think around seven and a half hours are you oh I'm, wow gosh yeah. I, I, that's how I'm that bad. Well, one, I've got a little kid, and two, um, I've never slept like that. I probably sleep like that over the evening, but I, I'm, I'm awake in the evening and, and whatever. Oh. I, in fact, I, there are the, the five, five or six questions to, that that I mean, this is something you could do with students you, if you want to talk topic of the sleep is the how, identifying your sleep patterns. So the, the first question is, are you satisfied when you sleep? Um, right. Do Can you, you stay do you question. stay awake all day or do you doze off? Uh, most days I stay awake all day. Yeah, unless you're doing a podcast and you fall asleep. Yeah, are you asleep? For me, I, for me, I, I vary that. It depends on actually how broken my night was. Uh, are you asleep between two and four a.m.? Yes, always. Are you? I'm, see, I'm off. I'm three o'clock in the morning. I'm wide awake. 
I just, it's terrible. Uh, do you find yourself trying to get back to sleep between two and four? No, because I am asleep. Ah, I see. For me, I do. See, this, uh, two and four is quite interesting because, of course, that's when that's allegedly when the brain uh, starts doing all its uh, important oh, work. Yeah. Do you spend uh, less than 30 minutes awake at night? Are you trying to go to sleep or going back to sleep? Less than 30 minutes, yeah. Yeah, so when you put your head on the pillows, you're like 30 minutes, you're asleep. For me, I think that's probably true by the time I go to bed. And you've already answered this. How many hours a night do you sleep? Well, yeah, seven, between seven and seven and a half. I can never really make it up to eight unless I've, you know, jet lagged or something like that. But seven usually, sometimes a bit under seven. I'm so jealous uh, of of that uh, of that thing. So, I mean, those questions, I mean, they, they're... Um, Walker talks about in his book, but and they're a, a good way of. Uh, I think actually I see them as a good way of getting into the topic uh, with students. So yeah. why is it important to uh, to go to sleep? Well, apparently it's all about spindles, Lindsay. <laughs> oh, spindles. Okay, I, I think I. I don't know. Maybe I fell asleep in that part of the. Book. Have you not got that part of the book yet? You know, well we we often talk about. I mean, the things that we have talked about. If we bring it kind of teachery, we've got the uh, we've got the uh, short term memory and long term memory and moving stuff from one to the other. Ah, yes, I have read this. And go on though. Yeah, well, they, this is what the uh, well apparently spindles are these like electrical things that help do all that transferring. So if you don't sleep properly um and falls deeply asleep then the spindles can't happen so it actually affects your your ability to remember things uh and transfer things across from short-term and long-term memory so you see now we've brought it around to teaching haven't we you know uh so if you think about all that uh vocabulary or, or whatever that also uh, what i find fascinating is that it's also the point like, when this is happening this two 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 four in the morning it's the point when the brain cleans itself and i quite exactly. like that. I read that i love that the idea that flushing out a whole bunch of stuff and kind of reorganizing itself and reorganizing the memories and all kinds of stuff yeah i think it's really really interesting it's kind of you know, like somebody's like flushing the loo and you know, getting rid of all the waste uh during uh i was probably reading that book and thinking about it then i kind of i'm so i was for days afterwards i was so conscious i was like as i was getting tired i'm like oh i'm building up all this crap in my brain i need to i need to purge i need to i need to clean i need to marry condo my brain <laughs> oh, that, oh, they, oh that's a future episode um yeah. so, Tiding. so um, we so that brings us to uh, talking about spindles and what the brain does and memory and everything like that. I, we're going to bring it back to language teaching and learning again, because, of course, there's always been this um, dream, pardon the pun, or this like image that one could learn a language while asleep. Now, this uh, you've heard of these kind of claims, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like there's, I mean, aside from there being like weird stories, so um, reports of people awaking from comas with an expertise in a language they couldn't speak. Um, some uh, uh, there was one of a 22-year-old Australian who spent a week in a coma and awoke fluent in Mandarin. Uh, an English footballer who woke up speaking fluent French. A Croatian girl who suddenly was able to speak German. These are some examples I found online. Right. Um, uh, so the and also this has been sold to people before, like we had um, iPhones and smartphones and, and and Alexas and things like that. Remember, there were like you could put um, you would play uh, records or tapes. 
to go to sleep. These were like sleep. I remember in Canada they were sold in the 80s, like learn learn Spanish in your sleep. And you'd put this, you'd, you'd, you'd have to put your, your tape uh, player next to your bed and put the cassette in and just play it as you go to sleep. <laughs> tape, tape player, cassette. Wow. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Um, um, I was going to say, it's kind of, it works on a, I guess on a Suggestopedia kind of level, isn't it? That you're, because um, you're in a relaxed state and your brain is in a relaxed state. It's supposed to be. Yeah. And it's, it's also this, there's been lots of tests done on memory and how much you remember things. So if you study things before and then sleep on it, the, the, then um, your your memory will be, you know, like you, you will remember them further. But I don't think that there's like any scientific, real scientific evidence that um, that you could learn a language purely in your sleep or like, that you could learn mostly in your sleep. I really don't, I, I couldn't find any evidence of that. Fair enough. Uh, which is probably good for language teachers. <laughs> like... well, well, it is co- probably good for language teachers. That reminds me, though, is a great. Uh, there was a great comedian, a joke uh, that he, uh, Stephen Wright, he said, um, "I bought a self-learning record to learn Spanish. I turned it on and went to sleep. The record got stuck. The next day, I could only stutter in Spanish. Isn't that great?" <laughs> and on that note, I think we should take a second break. <laughs> This is Bill Wimfan92. And Bill's going to walk you through. And believe me, this is like we, we did a, a rehearsal yesterday. It's going to be like a top of the line sleepy stuff because Bill's like, uh, we're two birds of a feather. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Bill here. Uh, hi, everybody. My name's Bill. And as Scooter kind of said, I'm here. Uh, thank you for having me on, and I'm going to describe to you, uh, it makes a sound, and one of them... So what was that that we were just listening to, Sean? <laughs> you, you telling me? Uh, Sleep With Me podcast, which, um, wow, um, yeah, well, I've not heard that before. You, no, you... but this one, I found out about it. I was asking you for the benefit of our listeners. Yeah, I knew that. So that's another, a podcast called Sleep With Me, where it's a guy just kind of talking telling like long kind of rambling stories to help people who can't go to sleep, go to sleep. And, and we were talking about this at the beginning of the episode with our producer, James, who is a convert. He's like a total fan of this podcast. And we asked him, we said, does it, does it work? And he said, Oh yeah. So, so if you can't get yeah, to sleep, come on, he said, did it work? But did you, what, what, how does he listen to it? He's got a, <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was, I, I was debating. Do we, do we tell them? Yeah, he's not listening. He's uh-huh. never going to. He can always edit it out anyway, can't he? It <laughs> was like, uh, uh, what was it? A mask with, yeah. with with earphones on it, like with with with, with whatever, like 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 a mask, an eye mask, but with 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 earphones as well. So you can put the mask on and listen to the Sleep With Me podcast or whatever you want to listen to to go to sleep. And it just sends you right off. He said he's never heard a whole story. So there, a ringing endorsement from our producer James. Yeah, so and it is. I mean, we'll obviously put the uh, the the link on the page, but it's sleepwithmepodcast.com if anybody's really desperate to go and listen to it. Now, uh, it's interesting. We'll we'll probably get to what we do before we go to sleep in a moment. But it, there are. It's interesting how many of this kind of thing there are. Not necessarily that podcast, but I um I was um if you go to YouTube, there are so many kind of YouTube channels dedicated to like ambient music 
or yes. like jungle music or thunderstorms or or um those kind of ilk that you know they're eight hour long playlists on youtube so you can you can uh, yeah. get to get to sleep and i certainly uh, the one i listened to uh, recently uh was actually is, is called calm sleep stories on youtube uh and it's read by stephen fry you know who stephen fry is the yes. uh, yeah. yeah i mean he's got a lovely voice to help you sleep anyway but i it was um um, I found it interesting because obviously these stories are written and there's an interview, I think it's in the Guardian newspaper with, with the writer, you know, the, the, their job is actually to write something that will make people fall asleep, which is, <laughs> you know, goes against kind of what you imagine an author would be, wouldn't it? You want people to be gripped by your book or, or yeah, your yeah. story. And the uh, whole you know, of this is just to make you nod off and fall yeah. Yeah. Exactly, but it's it's quite interesting. I mean, this is uh, this again is the stats on. on and I season. guess it must be a certain kind of writing. You can't just put like word soup. It still has to make sense, you know. Yeah. I to that that sleep with me podcast, and it kind of makes sense, you know. I wasn't tired when I was listening to it, so I just found it boring after a while. But it wasn't just like like just like words randomly smashed together. It was is it or is it the voice? Because I I was saying I listen to um, Audible before I go to bed. I I kind of I have random books that I listen to before I go to bed. Not not books that I'm really into. So I have like a book that I, I listen to that I'm really into. But a book uh, probably a slightly more lighthearted book or something that I listen to. And it, for me, it's the voice that helps me go to sleep. Just this kind of I can I like the the melody of the voice. Um, um, yeah, that's true as well. So I, I don't know if it's a, I was asking, um, 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 I'm running an online course and I was asking some of the, my, um, the teachers that are doing this course uh, with me, if they had any tips, anything that they would say, suggest before um, going to bed. It's quite interesting because one of the things as teachers, of course, one of the things they notice, which I don't think we've talked about yet is, is the damage a split shift might do on a body, which is quite common in private language schools, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you get sleep deprived. And I remember that when like, I worked in Greece and I used to finish, you know, my last lesson was 11, 12 p.m. at night, um, which, which is quite a long time. And then, when, then I moved to the Czech Republic, you know, where our first lesson was 7.30 in the morning. You know, yeah. talk about trying to change your body clock around. Yeah, we so, often talk about that on this podcast, the sort of the damage of those split shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's something we should consider. Uh, where essentially you're, te- you're working when people aren't, because that's yeah. when they fit in yeah. their language classes. But it's kind so, of... Do you have any good sleep routines? I, sleep routines, I don't know. Let me go back to my students for a moment. So one of my students recommends, uh, sorry, teachers, uh, who are my students. Uh, one, of, one, of the, one of them says you should actually go outside early in the morning and that will help you make sleep, that will help you sleep better at night because, I think it was Lucy who said this, because apparently the sunlight hitting your pupils kind of helps your body clock uh, uh, with it, which I thought was quite interesting. Looking at the weather today, almost go impossible. Out early in the morning. Yeah, she says go out for 20 minutes in the morning, kind of before 9:30 in the morning, uh, when it's a bit sunny. Don't wear sunglasses because apparently the light hitting your pupil um, uh, reprograms your body clock so that you will feel sleepy in the evening. There you go. Okay. Nice. Um, one of my, I think one of the obvious ones is that, that comes up a few times. But it's just avoid avoid um, electronic devices. And I think that's uh, uh, quite. Yeah, a, I know, I know. I'm very good at that. I try not to be on my device at least an hour before I go to bed. Um, but I still watch telly. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching telly, so I might be watching telly on the device. Actually, that's why that uh, might. Uh, so I kind of I do switch off. Uh, um, try and switch off my phone and and my uh, ipad uh from it in that way um uh, another piece of advice was don't have children which is okay nice quite true, uh with it uh, and obviously avoid heavy meals and alcohol um 
um, were the ones that the teachers came up with. For me, my routines, yeah, I try and switch off my switch my smart device before I go to bed. And I say, if I'm, I'm especially if I'm like on my own in a hotel or on my own at home, I will listen. I like to listen to stuff before I go to bed um, uh, with it. What about you? Uh, I think routines, probably regular bedtime when I'm at home, when I'm traveling it- or whatever is, is, is impossible. So that's, that's kind of off. Uh, yeah, I do turn the phone off, but I might be uh, not an hour before might be less. I could never do a cup of tea or anything like that. No, that's no good. No, I'm not, don't know one of those kind of, I, I don't like tea. any liquids before going to bed. Um, what, maybe watch an episode of a TV show, but as I'm getting older, those episodes that you watch in bed is sort of like I don't even reach the end of it. <laughs> no, it actually that works for me. I've, I, I, I have this really good. I'm really lazy. I've got like this. Um, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of this thing that holds my um, iPad, so it, I don't have to have, like hold my iPad. It, it just comes over my head and comes down on like a, a long extension. So it's right in front of me uh, in my bed. Sometimes, sometimes I do go to bed and watch my iPad like a telly like that. But yeah, I get for about ten minutes into the episode. And I, and I fall asleep. But this is why I think going back to what I said before, I think it's the voice. I think it's voices just make me go to sleep yeah. when I'm ready ready to do it. Um, I was, like, there are obviously lots of these things. Um, these help you know help sites to get to sleep. One the one that one that struck out uh, stuck out for me was uh, get an ice bath. <laughs> get an, an ice, ice bath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I'll put the link to the website. There's some very random things on on that on on the thing, but one of them was getting an ice bath. So you sleep to you sleep to a routine. Sounds sound it does like yeah. And I find it easy, it's supposedly better to go to sleep in in a room that's a little bit colder. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I like cold anyway. So for me that. But um, and I I have to tell you, living in Spain, I I cannot sleep with air conditioning. But give me a fan which rattles a bit, and I love that sound to go to sleep. That's like my cricket sound. Really? Uh, oh, not, uh, this kind of thing. fan like the. Uh, oh, I don't know. Oh no 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 no. Massive sleep, sleep thing for me. I guess it's. Uh, I guess um, again, if we want to turn it back to teaching, this is uh, you. We the students can compile their own uh, own list of um, guide of what, they can what do. Uh, like sleep tips or, yes. or or things to do. Help help Sean and Lindsay get to sleep. Tips. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I think we're beginning to get towards the end of our of our first episode of season nine and i uh along with producer james we had a thought of doing something absolutely wild and crazy at the end of this first episode to sort of welcome us back into it you up for something crazy sean i'll be careful when i say yes to this but yes (laughs) regular listeners to our podcast will know that sean delights in inflicting upon me the some of the most painfully awful jokes i've ever heard in my life he manages to dig up these most terrible jokes according to whatever topic we're doing so jokes about uh, the alphabet or or things like that which would just make me groan and as i was doing the research on this episode i came across some of the most awful um knee slapper hang on a minute what jokes about sleep sorry Um, sorry what I think James and I have decided that this time I have to inflict the jokes upon you. You have. Oh, so we're turn, so this season we're turning things on the head, are we? So yes, I get. So we, I, do I get to do the long, boring monologue parts? Yeah, you get the long, boring monologues. Oh, I get to tell the absolutely horrible jokes, oh. right? It's, so. good, it's, it's good that I was copied in on this. Great teamwork, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready, Sean? I, I guess so. Have- 
I'm going to spring these on you, okay? You know, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to I'm going to find even worse ones for the next episode. Yeah, the thing is, is I'm worried that you're going to guess the answers because you're such an expert at these like <laughs> Christmas cracker horrible type jokes. Anyway, ready? Okay. Horrible. horrible. They they're fabulous. <laughs> Uh, listeners, Sean has not seen the list of these jokes, so we're going to spring them on him together and see if he can guess any of these. Are you ready, Sean? I guess so. All right. Which pill do you give an elephant that can't sleep? Which pill do you give an elephant that can't sleep? Is okay, on chop chop, like the, like we don't need to make the listeners wait. Ages. No, go on, go on, go on, go on. A tranquilizer. Oh dear. Hang on, that is really out of my. Uh... Out of my no, wheelhouse, actually. All right, here we go. What do you call a person who sleeps next to a close relative? An incubator. No, 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 gone. Napkin. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> Why do you always sleep on a chandelier? Something about light, candle, don't know. If you're a late sleeper. No, it's on the right line. Oh, going there. I think this one is going to be a giveaway because this one. one is, all right. Where do fish sleep? On the seabed. In a riverbed, but I'll give it to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, uh, why does Mike Tyson sleep with a nightlight? Yeah, wait. <laughs> that, that's a kind of a time joke, isn't it? Uh, something about boxing. I don't know. Not because he's afraid of the dark, because the dark is afraid of Mike Tyson. Oh, wow. That, yeah, show your age, granddad. Uh, that's that's, that's Mike, Ty Mike Tyson tapes and cassettes in one episode. I know. <laughs> I, know. I think I hit all the things. Do I quit while I'm ahead? I think yeah, so. I think, I think you do. Brilliant. <laughs> right, right. And, and, and never do that again, Lindsay. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. Well, we'll, we'll see. That might be the once and only. It was painful for me, too. You know, I had to kind of you know screw up my courage to do well, you say you're gonna to have to bring yourself down to my level or something is that where you're going <laughs> I, no, you gotta, gotta, yeah you gotta get get down there in the mud then sometimes anyway listeners thank you very much for for listening to us this was an episode of the tefl commute podcast you can find us at www.teflcommute.com we also are on facebook on twitter and all the places right all the podcast places, all the places. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Spotify, you can hear us on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on any of those places. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, you can find you can send us a message on Facebook or uh, via our webpage. We're always happy to hear from listeners, and I think that's it. Yeah, just a reminder that if you want to take part in that or join us for the game night, go to oh, the cool. Temple Community <laughs> website and you'll find uh, how, uh, how and what and where that is. Uh, yep. That should be up there for you to have a look at. So we might see some of you. Night. And there's only 35 places that are going to be open because there's a small board game cafe, but we've rented the entire place. The whole place is ours. So for an evening of board games, fun and laughter um, with us and your friends, uh, Come and find out. And I think in the spirit of sleep, we should finish with some calming music. So goodbye, all.
Bye.